Hello, welcome to Fantasy Harness Racing, the podcast. Paul Cochran with you. I've got Brett Skelly. G'day, mate. Yeah, g'day, mate. How are you? Good, good. Tommy Swiderski. All good for another week. A little bit chipper. You've had a better week. A bunch better week. Top uh, top 30 uh, for the week. 50th overall, so I'm flying at the moment. Finally, a bit of street credibility into this podcast, Brett. Yes, well, he's he's been putting the effort in, so it's about time it paid off. So, no, no, good to see it. I think we've all had better rounds this week. Boys, this is this game is shaking up. It is We are on the cusp of a huge month or so of triple and double bonus points here, there and everywhere. We've got drivers going to be all over the country this weekend. We've had things just happening. The game's shaking up. It's, it's beautiful. I love it. Bit of carnage. It is. This This will be the hardest week, I think, for most people, trying to work out where everybody is and who's going to be in town on Saturday night and who's going to be around for, for Friday and some of the other meetings. So this this will be a hard one for most people. Oh, it's beautiful, I reckon, Tommy. This is going to this is going to make it really interesting. You know, this this status quo of people, the same drivers churning out points. I I think this is going to be this is going to this is what we've been crying out for, and we're only four weeks in. Are you? I'm not. Uh, it's a terribly hard week. You like the calm. I do, I do. Four <laughs> trades would have been nice from the commissioner as well, but uh, it's not to be, and we're stuck with three for the week, and it's going to be hard to manage them. Well, that's the thing. We gave everyone four trades. People got to get their team a little bit settled, and then bang, now we're... And we'll, and we'll break it down in the show. We're actually waiting on some news that, would, that could potentially happen because we're recording... Uh, well, it's Monday afternoon and we know we're going to get some fields for things that are happening around the country which are going to impact on our game. So it's exciting. We get the news. Hopefully we'll get it into the podcast. But in any case, I've no doubt all the typical harness racing um, forums and, you know, websites and, you know, certainly the Harness Racing New South Wales website, harness.org.au, will carry it. And there'll be just news that I, I really encourage people to stay across. If you're not across it, Brett, I, I think you're going to – this is a week where you uh, you could pay the price. Yeah, that's it. I think you've got to be uh, hitting that refresh button quite a lot because yeah, we're we're in the in the dark as much as anybody else at the moment, knowing where people are going to be uh, during this round. So yeah, I think you've got to keep on top of it and leave it probably not to the last second, but leave it as long as you can before you you finalise your team. All right, boys, let's go back over what the week that was. Yeah, it's over, let it go. I think that's what some people <laughs> playing the game would probably prefer to do. But that said, Tommy, like, you know, let's let's have a look at your um you know, the, the way you went because, you know, I was keeping an eye on the leaderboard there at various stages and uh, and you were flying. Yeah, come Newcastle on Friday I was Top three, top two, so uh, fell off towards the end there with Junie and, and the uh, Metro meeting at Menangle on Saturday, but went well on Tuesday. Robbie Morris helped. Um, he had a cracker week. Three wins in two seconds on Tuesday, really set it up for him. Um, 170 with the captain's badge on, that's great. Yeah. And five seconds during the week as well, so he could have, uh, you know, could have could posted have been a, a really up. big score. Could yeah. have been an absolute fill-up. I mean, one of those drives at Menangle on Tuesday was a $34 mm. pop, so it's not like he just... You know, got a whole whole stack of shorties, you know, tomato sauces home, Brett. Um, um, he did manage to tip out Luke McCarthy on one of them, and Luke, Luke had one going around at about a dollar forty. So I, I think um, owners owners who managed to put the captaincy on Robbie, because a, a lot of people would have had Robbie, a lot of people would have had Luke. Then it comes down to who, who you got the captaincy armband on. 
Yeah, that's it. And I think we've uh, mentioned plenty of times before about having uh, somebody like Robbie as your captain. I think we missed him all um, the week before when he was out. Uh, That's, you know, 170 if you've got the captains on him that you don't have in your team. That's why I got 286 last week and uh, 484 this week. I really got out of the blocks. That was a big day. That's I think that's one of the biggest days we've had. Maybe Cam at Tamworth was a big night yeah. as well. That was one of the biggest race meetings that we've seen from a driver in the game so far, what Robbie produced on Tuesday. Uh, gee, he was treading water there towards the end on, on Saturday night, though, Tom. Yeah, pretty unlucky on Saturday night. Maybe didn't get the best book, but um, terrific week for Rob. So we have a look, look, Robbie, 85. When we say Robbie was treading water, uh, Cameron Hart was tracking in the absolute opposite direction, Brett. Uh, he was flying. Yeah, he was on Saturday night, and it was, it was fascinating to watch, um, especially that little match-up there if, you, if you're following the game. But, yeah, Cam definitely came home with a wet sail. I think there was plenty of points to be had there on Saturday night. But, yeah, Robbie, I, as you say, treading water, but it was, um, it was good to see. You could see the movement on the leaderboard too. I, I was at Junee. So that was really interesting in itself because you had the race meeting going on right in front of you there at the at, at Junee and, and some of the drivers who were really prominent in the game fired, fired a shot there on Saturday night and did, did quite well. And then in between races there on track, Menangle was happening and so people were fixating on the TV screens, having a look at what was going on there. So you had this constant rollover of points and you had people who had Cameron Hart as captain who you could see the movement in the leaderboard. I, I was certainly one of them. My team, uh, I've ended the round sixth overall, but at one point, with only a couple of races to go, I was 14th. So you can see the impact of, of the captaincy move there, Tom. Like how, like I've made up eight, eight places there yeah. in the last couple of races. I was watching the, uh, yeah, the overall for round three when uh, just before the, the Junior Cup, before Taylor Osmond jumped in, the movements in that double points race was crazy. You know, uh, jumped 20 places to get up the board just from one race. So it's good to track and you know, it's a good cultural thing for everyone to really get behind the sport, I think. And you had Taylor in your team, didn't yep. you? So you, yep. you managed to pick up those 20 points. That's, that's really handy. And a winner on Tuesday, I'm an angle as well. For um, Rattray, I, I believe. So she had a great week and helped with my, my poor Riverina um, team at the moment. I'll tell you who else had Taylor in their team? Her mum. <laughs> I, caught, I caught up. I, yep, I, I've caught up with a mum at Tamora. I've caught up with a mum at, um, at the Junie race meeting and she was very happy. Uh, very happy that, that uh, Taylor, her daughter, managed to... Uh, a nice handy 20 points in the feature. Pretty mean if she didn't have her in the team, to be honest. Yeah. But no, 36 for the round is um, pretty good for somebody around the 600k mark. Yep. Uh, so if we have a look, Brett, I mean, you know, you and I sat around and we did the prices with a couple of other people here at, here at headquarters and we, and we tried to work out what a kind of pecking order might look like. Now, we put the highest price tag on Cameron Hart. Three rounds in, he's got the most points in the game, 186. We put the second highest price tag only just behind as well, Jack Callaghan, 176. Then we had Robbie Morris. Now, Robbie's fourth in the overall point score, but let's not forget, Robbie missed the whole week. So out of three rounds of, of fantasy harness racing, Robbie's only accumulated points in two of them, and he's got 151. You'd have to think that if he had driven in all of them, he might be the, the leading point scorer at the moment. Now, if that's the case... We haven't gone far wrong with the way we priced it up. No, I think the only one that's probably out of order is Robbie. Um, yeah, if he'd been there that second week, I 
we're probably looking at 200 plus. So, but I, I think we've we've done the right thing here and got most of these people spot on. Tommy, we, we well, we were hearing plenty of noise around the office going, you've got Josh Gallagher wrong. <laughs> and, yeah. and he's in a lot of teams as a result of it where people spotted that one. But he's on 166 points. So he's only 20 points off being the highest point scorer in the whole game. Bit, yeah. of, a, bit of a real quiet achiever, Josh, isn't he? He wasn't in my first team. Um Round one, so I've drastically changed that. Um, Josh is in there. One person you did get wrong uh, is Steph Morris. She's 11th overall for yeah. all drivers and very cheap price as well. So there's one you got wrong. Yeah, how good. And I'm really happy about that too because yeah. i got a lot of time for Steph and, and, a, and her uh, wonderful husband, Dave. They're, and they're both doing quite well in the game, yeah. actually, yeah. Um, and, and I wish them every every little bit of luck that they get because they deserve it. Um Nathan Turnbull, we talked about last week, we said if there's an MVP for the Western region, Nathan is it, and his star continued to shine on the weekend, and he's up to 141 points overall. Yeah, it justifies his, his price in that region. Um, just comparing it, you would compare it with Amanda, the price, and um, he's blowing her out of the water at the moment. But Amanda hasn't had you know, uh, a busy schedule the last three weeks. 50 points for the round for Nathan, so 141 across three rounds. It shows a mark of consistency, doesn't it? And yeah. that, those 50 points sort of puts people in that elite level. Um, if, you, if you're paying money, you're paying over 900000 you kind of want that 40, 50 points every round and he's getting the job done. Loves the game too. I know that the whole family's got around it. I know they'll all be listening, so shout out to... Nathan and Carly and Jet and the whole family who will be listening to the podcast, uh, we do appreciate your support. And uh, I think Nathan might actually be rather popular because, as I said, there, there is a bit of carnage with driver availability this week. I think he might be fairly popular this this week as well as a, as a potential captaincy option for people out there. Uh, Luke McCarthy. Luke was one that was talked about so often um, in the lead-up to the game, saying, oh, you know, we won't get him yet. We'll wait, we'll wait, we'll... Gee, I'll tell you what, if you, if you waited, um, you might have, might have missed out on, on a real good return on the investment because he's, while he's just over a million, million dollars, he's still like $340,000 cheaper than Cameron Hart. You've got 128 points so far, Tommy. That's a yeah. pretty good return on the investment for someone who hasn't driven at a lot of race meets. Yeah, and one night... In a couple of weeks, he'll get five or six on a card and everyone will shake their heads. But as we said, we were talking about um, Luke and, and Jack Trainer in the same sort of breath about you know changing them in um, carnival time, but he's proven us wrong. Yeah. No, it's um, and, and I think that's fascinating that the people who took the gamble early on have been rewarded on the points table. Now, Troy McDonald's still leading and he's actually he's cleared out a little bit. He's, he's up over 1,700. So, yeah, Troy, our, our week one winner... He's up to 1,703 points. As I said, I'm sixth overall at 1,632. So the gap wasn't that much after week one. He's put a bit of a space on me, which is which is good. And, and in between sort of second and where I am, so that's second to fourth, uh, it's 14 points. So it's it's not much. Yeah. You know, it's pretty jam-packed at the, at the top. So uh, and, and there's a lot of people sort of nipping at the heels as well. So, you know, everyone's a chance in this. And what we've seen this week is is that there's people who haven't necessarily featured right at the top of the overall leaderboard have done well on the weekly weekly scale, such as yourself, Tom. Yeah, that's right. Um, the best part is it goes over a long period of time. So don't be disheartened if, you, if you're down the leaderboard and you're in the triple digits like Brett. 
um, you can always come back and, and p- keep plucking away at the, at the leaders, and it's a long season. Absolutely. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winning. Hey, that's pretty good. Winner. That was legitness. That I say, all right, all right, all right. Wow, winning. Bam. Just like that. That's all there is to it. That's, that's all there is to it. A winner. Just like that. I'm the winner. Yes. Well, our winner for week two. Week three, round three. Gee, it's flying by. We're already three rounds in. Ben P with uh, 616 points. Tommy, that's the highest score of the, of the season so far. Yeah, very impressive. Um, I'd like to have a look at his team and, and see what his strategy was. I'm assuming he had Blake Jones because he had a, a really good night um, out there. But Blake Jones and Blake Hughes as well. So he would have had a good week and I wish I had his team. Our overall leader, Troy McDonald, as I said, Brett. So he's, he's put a bit of a space on the rest of the field, but he was 11th overall for the round, 588. So, you know, he's certainly uh, been a consistent player. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's that's part of the trick too. I mean, he got off to a good start. And since then, he's been consistent, but he, he hasn't won the round, He's but he's always been there or thereabouts. But it's, it's an amazing result by uh, Ben P, who... First person to clear the 600 for a round, so that's that's pretty amazing. Matt Leppard, 598, uh, second again. So um, Matt, Matt was Matt second in week two as well? No, he was he was high up. So he's yeah. yeah, so he's second overall and uh, just uh, just being consistent. So Tommy, I I think I, I'm excited for how your team's going. I feel like you're just starting to find the game. You're just starting to work it all out. You you made some gains. The week just gone. What are we shooting for this week, mate? So that the winner, winner, all right, all right, all right, gets played for you, mate. It's a bit unknown at the moment, which we'll go into detail about with with the Hunter Cup and um, all the drivers across New South Wales that might venture out. So I'm a bit torn at the moment with what changes I want to make. I'm very light in the Riverina and the Hunter, so I've got to weigh up whether I want to um, put some put some effort into those areas and a bit of money because they've got their feature race meeting on Friday. So the double points up for grabs there. So I might grab a Blake Hughes or a Tommy Ison potentially. Okay. I want to talk about Amanda Turnbull, because we priced Amanda very high uh, overall in the in the grand scheme of the game. So Amanda's carrying the fourth highest price tag of the game at $1.195 million. Um, hasn't, been, hasn't been terrible at all. Has been churning over points, but at that price point, I know a lot of people who who are Amanda owners anticipated a higher score. But let's put some context around it. She just hasn't had the drives or the the weight or the quantity of racing that the people who are getting the points that we sort of rattled through before to this point, has she? Yeah, I'm I'm sort of seeing her a little bit like uh, Luke as well. Luke's got off to a better start, um, but I think round carnival time, and as we move towards uh, Bathurst Gold Crown Carnival, we're going to see a lot more of her and especially horses that she's got some sort of um, investment in as well. So I, I, we haven't seen the best of her. Um, I'm not sure what her movements are going to be this week, but I think, you know, if she's in the team, then I'd be hesitant to trade her out just yet. I, I traded her out for round two. I sold the farm to get her back in for round three. I, I just I just think you, she is the lock, the the real banker there in the Western region. And while it's Nathan who's pulled the big points, Tom, I think Amanda, there's a, there's a safety and a security by having Amanda in your team there on that Western line. Yeah, agreed. And it's only going to take one race meeting for everyone to change their opinions. So um, I'm holding at the moment. 
um, holding on Amanda, and um, I'm sure she'll come good. It could be this Wednesday. Now, at the moment, she's only listed. Her name's only next to three drives. I mean, that could that could uh, go up significantly, maybe. We'll, we'll wait and see once, once those fields are finalised. But um, she hasn't had a Wednesday night at Bathurst yet. She gets one this Wednesday. And we know what she can do on a Wednesday night at Bathurst. Yeah, absolutely. It's... As with most years, the uh, the start to the season is always a little bit um, a bit different. But yeah, we're going to start getting into a rhythm again now, and I think you'll you'll see her turning over points every Wednesday night as we go through the the main Bathurst meetings. Are we expecting anything different from Nathan Turnbull? I don't I don't think so. I think it'll just continue to turn over. Yep, uh, willing to travel, um, numbers and strength as well. So um, Nathan's a staple for the team now. We haven't seen the best of the Hewitt stable. Yet, and again, um, uh, we've said so often through the Sprint Lane podcast. We seem to say each week, if it's not the Turnbulls, it's the Hewitts, or it's a combination of both that seem to get a lot of the results there um, in the midweeks of Bathurst. Uh, I think the Hewitts are, are close. I've been carrying Doug Hewitt in my team throughout the season, and you know, I'm, I'm sure that Dougie, by his own admission, would hope that he would have had some better results over the last three weeks. So I don't think it's far away. No, I think with the Hewitts too, they've got a great association with younger horses. Um, and once again, with the, the Gold Crown Carnival coming up at Bathurst, I think we're going to see a lot of those horses start coming through. Um, and that's when you're going to see the Hewitts come into their own. He's, he's still not necessarily a massive burden in your team, though, Dougie, is he? Because he's at 750. That's what I was going to say. It's not, it's not a big burden um, on the team financially, but um, there's, some other, there's some other drivers there that are... Leaving, leaving a lot of points at the table, I think, at the moment. But uh, it's a long season. Is there one that's sitting there, Tom, that, that's around that price point, you think, that, okay, that might be, a, might be a, a, a way of doing it if we can just make the trades work and move enough pieces to get someone in? I don't have the budget for it. Yeah, um, I'm sort of stuck in my ways uh, a little bit in the, in the Hunter and Riverina because um, I traded most, most of those you know, higher-priced drivers out for to bolster my Metro attack, so... I'm a little bit short on the budget at the moment, so we'll have to wait and see. Um, Matty Rue, I, I think, starting to starting to fire up a bit. He had a uh, how did he go this week? So he had a, a 26 for the round, so 56 overall. He's churning over. So his last three results were first, second, and first. So um, he's he might be a a likely type to to bring in if you're looking for someone who is churning over results there in the Western Region. Yeah, particularly uh, Matty didn't have any drives in other races where there was points available. So that's from one meeting, the 26 points, which is pretty impressive for, for one meetings. Rather lean week for Mitch Turnbull after really getting out of the blocks really well in week one. So five points for the round for Mitch, but I, I think there's good things ahead there, Brett. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. as you say, uh, kicked off with a huge start and the, the two following weeks weren't um, fantastic, but... Once again, yeah, I think we're going to see a lot more from him, especially around those Carnival Cups. Uh, Jason Hewitt didn't go too bad. So we, we, we mentioned that the Hewitt stable's probably on the verge of something. So 21 points for the round for Jason, included a winner, 740. Maybe maybe he's uh, he's one we should be looking at, Tom. Yeah, yep, uh, a good option for, for a trade this week. I've got a couple of drivers there with didn't get any points, so I could move them around and find the, find the money, I think. Okay. Okay. Um, the thing that I guess the the big sort of question mark that's hanging over the game that I think is going to be really shake us up this week because while the bonus point system 
has been good as, as a variable in the game. It's driver availability, really, that, that is, is, is the key. And this week, it is we're going to see our A-listers. Uh, we, we're just waiting to see what the field looks like for the Hunter Cup. Uh, but it, like it's highly likely that we're going to see expensive ego in that field. And expensive ego means Luke McCarthy goes. So Saturday night, unavailable. No drives tomorrow either. Exactly. At, at an angle for Luke. Yeah. So that's a million-dollar price tag hanging over a driver who might be at Penrith. Really, that's... Newcastle, Friday? Well, yeah, but if he's going to be in Victoria yeah. on Saturday, or, or, yeah. who knows? Yeah. Uh, Spirit of St. Louis. We, you'd anticipate Spirit of St. Louis is going to be in that Hunter Cup field. That's yes. Jack Callaghan. So, Jack, I cast no shadow. Jack Trainer. Mm. So, straight away there, we've got three of the absolute top draw drivers. Major Meister. Now, Cameron Hart... Um, and Jason Grimson have been targeting these Victorian races. You would expect that Major Meist is going to be in that field as well. So there's Cameron Hart out of the equation for Saturday night. Then, it, it, So I think there's four that we would say they are going to make the field. You'd imagine. Like, yeah, I think it would be a shock if if um, HRV doesn't, doesn't put them in the field. That's it, yeah. You'd think. But so then there's a couple that I think there's a there's a question mark over, and we would expect we'll probably get in. So Pete said so. Beat expensive ego last up. Exactly mm. went one forty nine. That's going to be really hard to ignore, yep. you know. And and six in the Inter Dominion final, flying home. Yeah, did well through the campaign. Seems to be a horse really on the rise. We expect Pete said so is going to feature heavily in our carnival, which is on our doorstep right now, um, and, and a lot of uh, well-respected, opinion opinionated people are saying that Pete said so makes the race. So that would be Robbie Morris mm. out of the equation on Saturday night as well. Um, that said, if you look at the way Robbie's week went last week, well, yeah, exactly. most of his points didn't come on Saturday night. No. No, that's it. It's um, it yeah. It's it's down to whether the Victorians want to make half their field New South Wales horses, um, and whether we've got those drivers here when they go. Alternatively, some of the the drivers might say, "Well, let's stick to Sydney while all the rest of them are down south." So, it's it's one to keep an eye on. Well, it's it's not whether the Victorians want to take our drivers and our horses. It's whether they want to sabotage fantasy harness racing. <laughs> that's 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 the question. Um, yeah, but it, but it's a fascinating dynamic. Another horse that's um, and perhaps potentially less impact on the game is is Zeus Bromac, and that would be the Fitzpatrick. So Gavin Fitzpatrick would take that drive as well. Um, Gav not highly owned in in the game, but still does appear in 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 a lot of teams and uh, has a knack of picking up a handful of winners there on a Saturday night time. So yeah. you know, I, this is this is potentially a really Really big storyline for how people go about trading, assembling their team, strategy, what they do over the next little bit before we lock out at 1 o'clock on Tuesday. Yeah, also Newcastle on Fridays, another, um, you know, curb for everyone. Um, 
which drivers are going to go there? Are the drivers going to back up? You know, the, the drivers we just spoke about, are they going to back up Friday to Saturday down in Victoria? Yeah, is um, it feasible? I mean, to, to drive a couple of hours north with a fleet of horses up to Newcastle, come back and then get yourself to Victoria, it's probably not feasible. No. I, would, I wouldn't have thought. So, no. yeah, that's going to rule people out. Yeah, and but, also you've got... Um, what was I going to say? I, f- I completely forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's but it, but that's the thing, Tommy. Like, it's really easy to lose your train of thought around it because there's so many unknowns and variables which are going to have a huge impact on this game. And yep, you've only got three trades as well. Yeah, we've got a carnival of cups on Friday, so there you go. There's there's more points there. Um, so that's one that you got to keep an eye on. Maybe it is going to be filled up by some of the um, the other northern horse uh, drivers. Sorry, um, Blake Hughes. You know your your Isons. Um, and Grace Pinella, um, who's obviously coming back. So, you know, I, I think that's where you've got to really keep an eye on it, and that's going to be the lock meeting, I think, for, all right, for so most let's, people. All right, so let's assume all those drivers that we've just mentioned are going to be unavailable Saturday and potentially all unavailable Friday night as well for Newcastle. So with that scenario, you're looking at an angle tomorrow – Maybe Penrith Thursday night is when you when you've got access to the biggest part of your salary cap is who who we've spent up on, yep. and that's who the the people at the top of the leaderboard. I guarantee you, that, without seeing their team, but I guarantee you, they've probably got minimum four of the names that I just rattled off, and they are the reason why they're at the top of the leaderboard. So the teams that aren't at the top of the leaderboard haven't spent up as much. This has got the potential to bring all those people trailing behind and say, thank you very much, all right, you were smug and well done because you got them all in at the start, but you haven't spread your, spread your yeah. wealth. And now I'm going to come along and I'm going to make a big gain and catch you up. This that, is that's exactly, potentially what could happen. This is exactly what I'll be saying to Tommy as we do this next week. Yep, you've, uh, you've gone top heavy there and now the wave's coming through <laughs> and that's why I'm above you. All right, so, so what does it mean though? Because... If they're not driving at Menangle Saturday night, Who someone is? someone has to. Josh Gallagher. So, well, jo- I mean, Josh is one that we see do really well on a Saturday night regardless. And Newcastle, you, you, you'd expect Josh is going to be really prominent this week. I might look at Brad Hewitt as well. I did see yeah. a few of his good horses in the nominations at Menangle. I, I didn't see the race fields or anything like that yet, but I did see a couple of his horses nominated. And I would say Brad's a bit underrated um, and – he's got the right price um, for everyone to rate him, but hasn't produced any points, but I think he will this week. Well, look, we know we know that Josh does really well in Newcastle, but we also know that Jack Callaghan and Cameron Hart Jack and... Brown, will. Yeah, I mean, they all do really well in Newcastle as well. So take them out of the equation. Suddenly, to me, like a Blake Hughes comes right into the mix as someone who, who could potentially be really prominent. We're going to talk about suspension soon, but one who's coming off suspension is Grace Pinella, who's yep. available on Friday night as well. That's exactly what I was going to say. I think yeah. Blake Hughes is a big, great opportunity for him. If we've got those five or six that we mentioned before, if they're down south, Blake Hughes comes to town. Um, I think he's he's a must-have on the team. And, and Grace as well. I think a lot of people took her out, um, obviously, because she had the suspension. But, yeah, I, th- I think she's got to be straight back in because she'll be there um, – Friday night, possibly on Saturday night as well. So, so you, and, so and you going reckon forward. that's what will happen? We'll get some of those hunter drivers who will come to come to Menangle and, and take some of those drives Saturday night? 
they're good drivers, so yeah, yeah. I, I can't see the reason why they wouldn't be coming down. Yeah, I mean, if if Stables are saying, well, all right, well, Cam, Luke, they still want to race their horses, but my driver's unavailable. I've got to find drivers somewhere. Where do I go? I, you know, take it from the hunter. Do we do we start to see some of the Riverina drivers here Saturday night? Uh, Blake Jones would be an interesting one. Blake I'd Jones, like to Jackson Painting. I mean, it's yeah. we see them here fairly regularly, and they're in good form as well. Uh, yeah. Blake Jones, especially thirty six points this week, so that was great. Yeah, I think it's a. I, I think this is. I, I said at the top of the show, this is carnage. It's the shake up. Whether it's the shake up the game needed, I don't know, but I think it's going to be super interesting this round. Yeah, as you said, it's hopefully brings you know the middle and the tail up to the top. Um, you know, nothing like some competition and you know, stressing over your results in each race. So it'll be good to see. So let's go back to someone that we mentioned before, which is Amanda Turnbull. Amanda's been coming to Menangle, you know, every well, every Saturday while the game's been on. So the first three rounds of the game, we've seen Amanda at Menangle on Saturday night. So Patton tells us that we might see her again this Saturday. Uh, she becomes one of the, the really, really leading drivers. I mean, she is anyway, but she's, uh, you know, she's one of the real – shining stars here on Saturday night, if that's the case, Brett. Yeah, going back to what we said before, I think, you know, everybody would probably say she's had a lean couple of weeks leading into it. But, yeah, I think this week, if she's in town, then she's probably picking up a full book or close to a full book. So, yeah, I I think the price tag is warranted um, for this week alone. Races still happen. The big prize money's still on offer on a, you know, Metro Saturday night. Fields are going to be full. It's just who takes those drives, and that's that's where this game is, uh, you know, is really going to and and in fantasy harness racing terms, the same points are still getting allocated, so there's still you know the points are still up for grabs. It's just who's going to take them. And we've got a pretty major race on Saturday as well, so it's it's not as if we're we're running around for toothpicks. So it's um yeah, it's it's difficult. Yeah, oh, so you know, um, as I said, you, you got to you got to lock into the news that's happening because I hate I hate that it's up to the Victorians that are going to dictate what's happening here. But the reality is that is the biggest race of the weekend, and it, you know it's a Group One their their final marker before, and it's a key it's a key um, final Group One race before our carnival, which is where it's at for for uh, you know a good month or so. But it, it will. It will determine and dictate how our game unfolds to a large extent this weekend. Yep. So, I, you know, it's you, you've got to keep across the news. Harness.org.au, Harness Racing New South Wales website. Even if you have to click on click on uh, the Victorian the website, do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we recommend to, the other just websites. This week. <laughs> you've got to get the – nah, to our, we've got a lot of friends down <laughs> in Victoria listening to this and playing the game and we love it that they – that they are, they're good friends. We we say that in jest, obviously. Um, good friends, and um, yeah, and we're all we're all in it together about growing growing our our sport. Now, boys, the the suspension scenario is another curveball and another banana peel in the mix. So, we just mentioned Grace Penella. Now, she's been serving a two week suspension, Now, that comes to an end on Thursday. So, apart from you know, we we haven't seen Grace dr- doing a lot of driving on a on a Tuesday afternoon at Menangle anyway, so she's not missing out on a great deal in the lead up. But it does mean she's back for Friday night, so that's a that's a really crucial return from suspension that she's back 
for Friday night, I think, at Newcastle. Yeah, that's it. I mean, generally, we might see you get um, two or three on a, on a Tuesday. Uh, but, yeah, I think depending on where people decide to go on Friday night, um, she'll be vital. I think she'll, um, she'll pick up a lot of points there. Now, Dean Sinovskis, he's he is off until the third. Justin Reynolds is one that I saw a lot of people bring into their teams, uh, and then he got a suspension straight away, and he had a good. He actually had a good week. He had two winners um, in the week that I saw people bring in. He got a suspension. Now he's back on the third, but that's a tough one for people because that means he does miss the Bathurst meeting on Wednesday night, where that's he's in the Western Region that. That's a race meeting, Tommy, where you'd think if he's going to pick up points anyway, that's probably it. Yeah. So it makes him a tough a tough purchase. Yep. I would yeah. say an easy trade just for this week. Keep keep the budget there for him. Yep. Now, Brian Patelli's back. He's available tomorrow at Menangle. So um, if Brian's of interest, have a look for Brian. Um, JQ's still out till the 20th. So f- uh, forget about Jake if he's on your, on your trade plans until then. Now, the big one, I think given everything that we've just talked about, yeah. is Leighton Green. I mean, Leighton has a chance of getting some really elite drives that he, you know, he does get great drives anyway, particularly at Penrith, but we see him do so well at Menangle. He would have been right, you know, at the forefront of people's minds to to fill in some yeah, of the spots right. as the leading. And he's suspended. He's actually out till the 15th, so... That's a tough blow for the young man. It is. It's very hard. I mean, he would have been the first one in for me this week. Um, but, yeah, he's out for another two weeks after this. So, it's um, yeah, I, I think he's one to, to put on the back burner, though, for when he does come back. Yeah, I mean, it's because he he has been going quite well too, Tom. Yeah, Leighton, I, I really I like him. He's a great driver, a great young driver, only 19, 20 years old as well. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, so, look, if, if Leighton's in your sights uh, – you know, calm your farm, uh, park that. I just, I mean, he's picked up seventy-one points overall. Like he, he's got the eleven for the week, but he's picked up seventy-one points at that eight hundred and twenty thousand dollars price point. He's been like, if you manage to get him in uh, at a price, you know, he's five hundred grand cheaper than Cameron Hart. So yeah. if you manage to get him in, he's he's been a really good acquisition for teams. I, I really unfortunate that uh, that he's unavailable now for. a for uh, for a couple of weeks off the game. So, this week, boys, we've got Menangle on Tuesday. And as I said, we've got the, the traditional Bathurst meeting on Wednesday night. So, it's back to kind of a little bit of business as usual. Are we going to see that reflected in the points? I think so. I think we'll probably see a little bit more of uh, Amanda um, picking up the points that we've we've probably expected from her so far. So yeah, I think getting back into the swing of things, I think it'll be um, handy for her. Yeah. So Amanda Turnbull, Nathan Turnbull, Mitch Turnbull, uh, Jason, and Doug Hewitt. Yep. There, there's five names straight away that, that I think should you know should, that will be prominent. Yep. And we'll be we'll be picking up points. So I think Bernie as well. I, I might have seen him down to drive a few on Menangle on yep. Saturday. I've just got to double check that one. But Bernie could be a real good um, swap for this week. I think. I think so too. Mm. So, given given the carnage on the metropolitan region for Saturday night that we know is going to happen, do you start? Do you trade into another region for a week? I think so. Yep. I mean it's. In the, in the metro... Means you're going to have to come back from it if, yeah. to get them all back in. In the metro, a lot of 
a lot of drivers down the bottom in terms of price are out driving their price. So you can kind of, and that's mainly because they're driving a lot more um, than drivers in one district. Give Western, they might only drive at Bathurst on Wednesday. Um, so I reckon you can justify it, like bringing in a Hannah Rixard into your starting team for the week or. Um, who else is down there off memory? Ashtaloza. Yeah, Ashtaloza. Ashtaloza. Yeah. Yeah. And then, well, and then you, your Steph Morris's, as you mentioned yeah. before. And put put that extra money uh, into the Western or, or Hunter for yep. the week. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I think the, the Hunter might be a good strategic play. So you Blake Hughes, Grace Panella, maybe we might see Tommy Ison in town, maybe Brad Elder. Like yep. that, there's some names that I think that the, the leading trainers, the leading metropolitan trainers who are looking for drivers – might need to come in. Then you got some of those names, like we we'll mentioned at Penrith on Thursday. So some of the drivers who do well at Penrith on Thursday, who don't, who aren't necessarily as prominent on a on a Saturday night at Menangle, probably come a bit more to the fore, don't they, Tom? So like Chris Geary, yep. um, maybe like a, a Lucas Brown. Rando or Jack Brown. Yep. We could see those boys have a big night too. Yeah, even a David Morris, he might pick one up tomorrow at Menangle. So yeah, good. Uh, good even spread in that metro region. You can definitely find some cheap ones that'll pick you up 10, 15, 20 points, which is vital, really. Will Rickson? Yeah, Will. I think, uh, Will. I think Will might pick up some more drives yeah. uh, out of some of the absenteeism that's, that's he didn't, going on. He didn't have a, a lot of drives, but he still managed to get 30-odd points, which was pretty impressive. I subbed him out for the week. Didn't cost me anything because I put Jack Brown in, but... Um, yeah, he doesn't need the quantity. He's a quality driver. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I traded Will out. I... I bought your narrative last week. You were big on getting him out of your team, and I, I got, I got <laughs> sucked in. I got sucked in, Tommy. So it was you, all a ploy. You did a you did a number on me. So, um, so Penrith Friday. Now we go to Albury on Friday, and obviously that's that's a key lead up to their Carnival of Cups meeting, which will be on the on the tenth as well, which will be their double points meeting. So not this week. The next week's their double points meeting. The double points are on Friday night at Newcastle. Now this. This again comes back to what I was saying around this this narrative because if Robbie, Cam, Jack, those boys who we might have assumed might have, we go, oh, well, they do so well at Newcastle. Oh, it's a double points race up for grabs. How good is this? Mm. Suddenly if they're not available and you and it's your Grace Pinellas, your Blake Hughes. Um, Formosa. Michael Formosa has just been... You know, in fine. Form. Brad Elder exactly. had a sneaky Brad week Elder. at Newcastle. Exactly. So yeah. suddenly, these are the drivers who we think might do well at Newcastle. We think they've potentially a chance of doing well at Menangle or coming to Menangle and picking up points at Menangle Saturday night. Throw a double points race up in the mix. The hunter suddenly, hunter suddenly becomes a real focal point this week. It does, but uh, we've mentioned before we've already written them off for not going to Newcastle on Friday night. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. New, do Newcastle we? has yeah. an airport, so maybe they will go up there and drive and then go down to Melbourne the next day. That's why you've got to be so diligent on finding where these people are and, and looking at your race fields and having a look at the website and going, okay, they are going to be there. So horses on a float, humans on a plane. That's, that's it. Yeah, well, that, that's a, that's highly likely too, isn't it? So, yeah, there's, there, look, there's plenty of ways that uh, they, could, uh, they could potentially go about it, but you're right, you've got to start across that news because – I think this is the – from a news perspective and being on top of it and how that impacts on your team, I, I don't think there's been a more important week yet. We're only in round four, but it hasn't there hasn't been a more important week. A lot of moving parts. Yeah. A lot of moving parts, and you've only got three trades to make it happen as well, which is, I reckon, the hardest part. Uh, 
because a lot of people, myself included, have gone very metro heavy with all those six drivers that we named. And if you know three or four out of those six aren't there, then I'm in trouble. So I've carried a few donuts in my team. Yeah, a lot of a handful of zeros, and it hasn't necessarily hurt me a great deal. This week, do you think, Tommy, that maybe this week we might see less zeros, so the so more people will get a drive that that we haven't seen before? Maybe this week there'll, there'll be more, spread. maybe not higher tier scores, but there'll be a more of a spread of scores. Yeah. So, so therefore, your reserve becomes more really, really, really crucial. Yeah, we seen at Penrith on Thursday, uh, no driver drove a double. It was all all different drivers winning. So. Um, I hope that continues, you know, makes the game a little bit more interesting, um, in my opinion. You know, mix of drivers winning and, and running places and scoring points. So we could see that this week with, you know, uh, drivers' uncertainty at the moment. Alrighty. This is your captain speaking. Oh, captain, my captain. I'm your captain. I'm your captain. Remind me, who, who's the captain? You be the captain. Who's the captain of this ship anyway? Boys, uh, talk about team formation. I think that availability and who's going to be where and how often they drive really comes to the fore when it comes to picking your captain. And we've seen over the last three weeks, I think the people who've got their captain right are the ones who've been really high up on that weekly score. Yep, I mean, I, I saw it with the gain that Cameron Hart made on Saturday night by having him as captain. Tommy, you saw it earlier in the round yeah. last week with having Robbie and, and just how far in front you got of the field mm. you know, by, through that. Yeah, that's right. And this week's ever so important as well uh, with double points up for grabs. And you would you would expect a Metro influence on those double points as well. So um, could post a big score, your captain. Uh, you just got to get the right person. We spoke earlier about Robbie. Didn't have the best Saturday night, but still got the highest score for the round. So... If he doesn't drive on Saturday night, I still think he's the captain option. Even without Saturday night? I would, I would say so at the moment. Uh, it just depends on the fields. We'll find out about 5 o'clock today. So does it does it hinge on Newcastle, in, yeah. for your thinking? Yeah, if he doesn't drive at Newcastle, he won't be the captain. Right. Yeah. So, then, you, so you'd get an angle Tuesday and probably Penrith Thursday. Yeah. Would that be enough to make him captain? It could be if he has uh, three winners in two seconds again tomorrow at Manangle like he did last week. So um, Josh Gallagher could come to the forefront if he's there at all for Metro. Uh, not Metro, but uh, Metro Those influence. meetings that we think yeah. he... Yeah. I, I think that's, yeah, absolutely 100% true. If you've got... Um, if Robbie's not there on Friday, I think Josh is absolute standalone to be the captain. Lock. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would think... If everything that we've discussed eventuates, and that being no Saturday for those guys, highly likely no Friday at Newcastle, then we don't think Josh will be impacted by that at all. That and and given look, as we said at the top of the show, he's he's Assistant. only twenty points behind behind Cameron, only ten points behind Jack Callaghan. So he's third overall on the point score. If Josh is at those four meetings, um, you wouldn't expect him to get lower than 50 or 60. Double that and it's, it's triple he might, figures. He might have an even bigger night at Newcastle than he... I hope so. Than, than he has yeah. been. Yeah. You know, we, we saw him at the back end of 22 pulling those 50s and 60s. Mm. Could be one of those kind of nights. You know, particularly with a double point score. If he was to get that, 
yeah. this could be that this could be one of those nights where yeah, your captain does pick up the double points. Yeah, because we've we've so far we've had the uh, carnival of cups, uh, and so they're you know people winning those realistically are not the captains. People are not picking them as the captain. This is the first time where I think realistically we could have a captain going around in a double race. So you could end up with forty points from a race. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's so crucial if you can if you can nail it. I mean, we've had so Mark Ewart got the got the first one that was up for grabs. We saw Taylor Osman on the weekend, and then uh, Brennan Barnes got the and Brennan Barnes, which yeah. so yeah, so no one got that one. So um, yeah, look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jump to a conclusion that no one had Mark Ewart or Taylor yeah. Osman as captain, but I would assume that maybe they didn't. Yeah, uh, and. So this week, you know, if it is a, a Joshy Gallagher or a Blake Hughes or a Michael Formosa or, or a Grace Pinella, or someone who, if the focus goes on the hunter, it could be a huge play. It could be a massive play. We can get one of those guys, particularly if they have a fill-up in and around that race, Tom. Yeah, it could be, you know, 650-point-plus team week, yeah. really, uh, if one of those, you know, higher price, more um, – more valuable drivers do come away with the double points and the captaincy on that. Yeah. But this might be the week where you, you have a little bit of a uh, a stab with your captain and you might put a Blake Hughes or a Grace Pinella who might have a decent horse going around the Carnival Cups race and that's where you pick up a lot of points. Well, we've seen how close it is and yet we've also talked about the the gap that Troy started to establish at the top of the top of the ladder. At some point, He's either got to fall over or someone's got to make a bold play that that sort of bridges that gap. Could lead from the front. Be hard to catch. Yeah. I mm. mean, well, because that's the other scenario. So at some point, you know, and maybe this is oh, – I assume his team is fairly skewed with a lot of those guys who we don't think are going to be available Saturday night. That's going to be difficult for him to fix up that team. Mm-hmm. So people, it'll start to concertina in a little bit, yeah. and uh, if you can get that captaincy right, that, that that gap could disappear in a hurry for Troy. Yeah, yeah. well, you've only got your, uh, your your three trades, and so that you've got four um, of your top metro there. One of them might not score a lot of points this week. So this is a great week for a catch up if you're a little bit behind, or if. If you're in the top 50 and you want to try and catch up to Troy, then I think this is the week to do it. Well, this could be, you know, who knows? We're early in round four, but in week 25 when we're handing out a car, we could be looking back on this week and saying this is the week that that sort of made or breaks someone, potentially. And that particular race could be be the centrepiece of that, that Carnival Cup's feature at Newcastle on Friday night. Yeah, I Could think be. we'll look back on this and yeah, say, well, that's that's where a lot of things change. So, uh, sorry, Troy, but you've got a target on the back. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, big fella. But this is where, um, this is also, then as we said, we've got Newcastle this week. We've got Albury, next, Albury the following week with, and that's another Riverina double points race. There'll be a few more Victorians involved in, in that one, we think. But then... Then we go into Newcastle Mile. We go into the Group 1 features at Menangle, which are triple points. And then it starts to really get a bit funky with how these points could move around. Yeah. So I think we're at the most interesting interesting point of... We're going to have this five, six-week block of 
really volatile changes in the leaderboard, I reckon. Yeah, we're at the top of the roller coaster at the moment, so we're about to hit the down button, so it's going to be a fun and couple of It'll come weeks. back up again real quick as That's well, yeah. so it's... Uh, yeah, yeah, have the spear bag handy. <laughs> yeah, it could, it could move around a lot. Mission failed. We'll go next time. What this trade will do is serve as a benchmark for future business, Kevin. Why are you running? Why are you running? Kevin, let me lock in that trade right now and get back to you in a few minutes with an exact confirmation. Sorry, bro. All right, boys. Uh, trading is the centrepiece of the game, really. Then if you... If you want to keep in, keep in front of the you know, driver availability, it comes down to trade. So, uh, Tommy, who's, uh, who's in your sights this week? I think Luke McCarthy. Um, as, a, as a Gonski? As a Gonski yep. uh, for Jack Trainer uh, at this stage, depending on whether Jack goes down to Victoria on Saturday. Luke, uh, I would assume, um, expensive ego will make that field and Luke will go down there. He's not present at Menangle tomorrow. Um, you know, he might have a handful of runners on Thursday at Penrith, um, potentially none on Friday and then none again on Saturday. So million-dollar price tag. I'll keep the money handy, but I'll put in Jack this week, I think. So, so Jack tra- So bearing in mind yep. that I cast no shadows probably in that race as well, and we think Jack Trainer will be part of that. But Jack Trainer is going to feature heavily at Menangle on Tuesday. Yes. And, and so would that be enough to do that swap for you, going, all right, you're both out Saturday, that that, null, that nullifies that. Mm. So I'm copping a zero on that particular race meet anyway, but I know that Tuesday looks a little bit juicy. Yeah. Jack's yeah. got a couple of good drives, so um, he's worth the gamble for me, for just for the week. Uh, and there's some other – I've got some other movements there, a couple of reserves that I've got that are – Four five hundred thousand, and I'm not using them. They're not getting any points, so I might take a cheaper driver and keep the money for next week. Yeah, so you mm. so you're looking at a sort of two three week strategy with the the big yeah the big bonus I've, races coming up. Yeah, I've just um, I've got a oh, I'm going to use the wrong word here. Deadwood um, on the bench, and a lot of money gone to waste. Uh, so I'll save the money and, and use it probably next week in yep. in Aubrey. Yeah. Okay. Um, Now's the time to be looking at that two, three, four-week plan, isn't it, Brett? That's it, yeah. I think you've got to start strategising now to um, aim for some of these uh, Carnival of Cups races. Double but all the, the Carnival of Miracles. And also the Carnival of Miracles points as well. So, yeah. yeah. No, this is the time to try and do it. Um, that's why I think if you've got, you know, some of those top five in there, probably best just leave them alone this week just for the best of it. So. Because until now, the, the double points on Carnival Cups has been one per week. They've just been handy if you can get it, but we probably said not really worth sort of really going too hard at trying to, trying to nail it. This week might be an exception to that. But coming up, like the, the number of sort of points that are, that are on, our, on our doorstep yeah. is huge, Tom. And what the best part about... Um you know, going forward in another two or three weeks, we'll know the fields on Monday nights for the feature races on Saturday. Um, Newcastle Cup doesn't come out till after the lockout, so we won't know exactly. We can't do the form on the race and try and find the winner, then put the driver in our team. So in a couple of weeks, we will. We will be able to do the form on a, on a Monday night and um, put our driver in that, on, the best, on the best horse. So the, you'll find all this information on the... On the um 
the platform. If you click on help and then go to game guidelines, just scroll down a little bit and you'll see a spreadsheet. It's all colour-coded by region as to what's coming up. But just to, to give you a sense of what's on our doorstep, we've got obviously double points this week at Newcastle, double points next week at Albury. So that gets us through rounds four and five. Now, round six, Brett, there's two triple points races. There's a Newcastle Mile in the Hunter on the Friday night, the 17th. The following night, we've got the Chariots of Fire, yep. another double, triple points race. So bang, bang, triple points. Now, round seven, then, we've got two double points races and two triple points races on the same card. Yep. The same race massive. meeting. So that Menangle program will be somewhere between, say, eight to ten races on that, that pro- probably a ten-race program. Four of them are going to be worth either double or triple points. Huge. That's yep. a game-changer. Yeah. I think that's where you're looking at your uh, Luke McCarthy's for for that sort of reason. It's um, But, yeah, those those meetings are going to be absolutely gangbusters. So I, I, I think we're going to see a lot of chopping and changing at the top of the table during those as well. So that's round seven. Then we go into round eight. We've got a double points race with the Ainsworth free-for-all and three triple points races. Yeah. So you've got the Miracle Mile, which is obviously the, the greatest race on the planet, uh, Maori's Mile and the New South Wales Derby. So three triple points races. That's going to – we talk about the roller coaster yeah. of, uh, of, of how points are going to be scored. That's where we're going to see crazy changes. What, what the best part about that is, is if you're behind by 40 points, you can make it up in one race. You know, It'll bring everyone closer yeah. to the top and – um, hopefully bring Troy back to the field. Well, you get one of them, you get 30 points instead of 10, and they're your captain. You get, you yeah. get 60 points for that race if you can get it right. We'll look back on That's the top massive. scorer this week being 600 points, and that will be futile in comparison to what the top yeah. point scorer will be in week seven and eight. I mean, we so Robbie got 85 yep. this week, and we're sort of going, wow, that's a good score. A driver could get 60 <laughs> points for your team in one go. Mm. We might have weeks of, yeah, 150-odd points for a driver if they've had a pretty good week. Yeah, imagine imagine if they win a couple of them (laughs) in there, Captain. You know, 120 points right there. So, you know, look, boys, it's uh, we're coming up to a really, really uh, interesting and intriguing time in this game, I think. Uh, Leagues are going well, boys. Uh, I know that people people have been able to get amongst their mates and Talk about how they're going, and you know the banter's been flying thick, thick and fast. It's uh, that's re- that's really cool how the leagues are coming along, Tommy. Yeah, it's good to see a lot of competitiveness in in my personal leagues and um, in my family as well. So it's been good banter, good fun, and um, long way to go. You got the head to head league going yep. on. Yeah, yep. how's the? Have they been close contests? Or? A few of them have. Uh, there was. Uh, one of the bench players come in and got points for someone and, and knocked my mate off, and he was filthy because <laughs> they come in a little bit. Well, after. They come in right at the end. Yeah, you know, it can be like that that real sweep in and and sort of spoil everything. because yeah. I think people forget that that if you cop in a zero, that that bench mm. bench number is going to apply. So yeah, it can uh, it can certainly upset the upset the apple cart a little bit there. Um, yep, so. League's going well. Final team changes, boys. It's it's important to be across the news right up to the so that one o'clock lockout to, on Tuesday is cut and dried. That won't change. It's just important to be across the news and and what's happening and uh, been right across it right up to that deadline on on Tuesday at one o'clock, Brett. 
Yeah, that's it. But don't sit there at twelve fifty nine and try and change your team because yeah, I can tell you from experience, once you're locked out, you are locked out. So, so little um so I, I certainly stress tested the system last week. So we did a sprint lane <laughs> we did the sprint lane podcast out of an angle and Fred and Jess and, and I were talking about our teams. We had Hannah Rickson on the show, so fantasy was a was a big talking point and um you know, obviously she's been so popular in the game and she's done so well so we were sort of patting her on the back and she was saying a lot of people have been telling her that that she's in their team and stuff like that so small talk and Fred and Jess sorting their team and I thought oh okay I better I better actually do my trades and so I had about I don't know 12 minutes or something and I I thought right I think I know what I want to do with my four trades and I scribbled down some numbers on a on a bit of paper did some sums in my head, and then I made a tr- I made the third trade and went, oh, no. The last one I needed to get back in was Robbie Morris, and I hadn't left enough money. I thought, right, I've got to quickly sort of change this. So then I had to, I had to flip someone out really quickly, and I literally had eight seconds to go on the platform. Eight seconds. And, um, again, I can't win it. It didn't. Probably didn't really matter if I did or not, but I started having that anxiety panic attack and I thought, at least I know the system works. Yep, yep. Because nothing- I had this rollback function I had to yeah. do and I did all those things and I thought, well, here you go, it works. Nothing worse than trying to change the team as uh, Fred Hastings is calling the score up. So. <laughs> no, it went really well. So um, don't do that. <laughs> it might work, but... Don't put yourself through it. It's not worth it. Uh, but, yeah, one o'clock that lockout. There's no there's no wriggle room on that. It's not like don't go sending an email or a, or a private message to the Facebook account or something like that. We can't do anything about it. It's lockout is lockout, and if you miss it, it, it is what it is. If I'd have missed it, uh, there's no certainly nothing that could have been done about it. So, um, But, Tommy, there's still every chance for people to get in and get involved isn't there 250 dollars harvey norman voucher up for grabs each week still every chance to get in and get involved yeah exactly right and um i'm sure if you joined a league now you're not too far behind to catch up particularly a head-to-head league um and yeah up for grabs 250 dollars voucher every week so there's always something to play for and 21 weeks still to, we're only up to round four so yeah 22 weeks of of round by round to go um Great opportunity even just to get a bunch of mates together and set up a small little league and there's, there's a, enough time to have a, a really cool little head-to-head yeah. season, yeah. you know, and all of that. So, you know, that's that, that's the way to do it, Brett. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, have a little bit of banter over over a couple of beers and uh, come up with your team. But there's a lot of people there in the um, in this week's, you know, top 20 or so that, that aren't that high up in the overall standing. So whether they've got in late or they're, you know, pushing towards getting a, a $250 voucher this week, you know, that's that's why you go in it. Or just working it out. Just sort of starting to get a bit of mojo about how the game goes and, you know, those small gains like, Tommy, you you know, you surge this week, you have another couple of weeks like that, you're going to be right up there. And that, that's a, I think there's a lesson and a learning for that for a lot of people that, you know, just stick with it. You know, get your get your strategy in mind. Back yourself. That yeah. that's the important thing. Don't don't sort of go off what everyone else is telling you. But have your have your plan in mind. Back yourself. Go with it. Stay true to your, you know, what your what your gut instincts telling you, and you know, pick your team and and just enjoy the ride. I, I just find it really cool to watch races with a with a fantasy points lens. Yeah, and across all sports, in my personal life, watching rugby league. It makes it a lot more interesting watching Newcastle versus Gold Coast. Um, it just 
it makes everything more interesting and it's something to follow and look forward to and you stay in, well me personally staying up late to watch a race and that I probably would normally miss to be honest with you and just catch the replay tomorrow but I'm staying up and Stay in that extra five minutes to refresh fantasy harness racing on my phone and see where I land. Oh, I could tell you at, uh, at Junee on Saturday night, that's people seem to be doing that. They were certainly, you know, as I said, flipping between having their eyeballs on the track to flipping to the screens at Menangle and, and sort of go, and then paying attention to who came fourth. Yeah. There's, a, there's an yep. extra point up for grabs in that. It was, uh, yeah, it was really cool to see. So, all right, as I said, uh, if you want to join fantasyharnessracing.com, we're on the socials, we'll, we'll pump out some news across the socials. We'll more you know as well. So there's a, there's a way to access it. Have a look at different websites. Just do your Googles. That's that's a, a way of making sure that you're across the news. Um, and look at race fields and that, and just just do the diagnosis yourself. You know, try and come up with an idea of what you think, who, you, where you think uh, your points might accrue, because across that. Full package of 22 drivers, 18 scoring drivers, but again, those four reserves might really need to get involved this week. Uh, you know, make sure you pick yourself a squad that you think as a complete package is going to get the biggest score for you for the week. So, uh, boys, good luck. I think we're going to need it this week. It's it's going to be one of those weeks where it's going to be a tough week. Yeah, very tough. Yeah. Uh, we'll find out shortly when the Hunter Cup field's out and see where we stand on, on our Metro meeting on Saturday, but... You know, there's plenty of points up for grabs all across the state, really. Yeah, It'll sort a few absolutely. people out this week. So yeah, okay. no, and, and, and that's a good thing, I think. That, that is a good thing. So, everyone, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us. Uh, please tell everyone about the podcast. Tell everyone about the game. That's more important. Uh, we just want as many people as possible being able to get involved and, and enjoy the game because it's a lot of fun. It's a whole, you know, it's a, it's a whole custom-built thing designed for the racing industry, which is taking the racing industry by storm we are so privileged that it's right here in our backyard with our product, Harness Racing New South Wales, and we're stoked to be able to bring it to you. Please do sign up. Tell all your friends and family and everyone about it. Give us a like, follow, share of the podcast if you can, and let's get it up the charts. And the more it's on the charts, the more people are going to see it. Uh, just enjoy it. I, I can't wait to see how these scores roll in uh, come Saturday night, boys, and we start to see these fluctuations on the leaderboard and and hopefully that pack, that, that leaderboard really does start to pack up. Yep. So that's what we're excited about. So everyone, enjoy uh, enjoy the, the week to come, uh, Fantasy Harness Racing. And uh, as again, we will be back on next Monday with another podcast for you. So we will catch you then. All right. Bye-bye.